This story is a tale from retail. I work at a game store. The other day, a woman called and asked if we had a specific game available. I was dealing with a customer at the register already, so I told her I would check for her soon and put her on hold. Out of nowhere, there's a rush of people and I forget she's on hold. About 10 minutes after she first called and the rush is over, she calls again. I was on hold for 20 minutes. You forgot about me, she yelled. I was slightly embarrassed. Oh, I'm very sorry, ma'am. It got quite busy and I forgot I had you on hold. Let me check on that game for you. No, I don't care about that game anymore. What you did was very rude. I'm kind of at a loss since I've already apologized to her and I'm not sure what to say. I, I'm sorry, ma'am. It was an accident. Is there anything else I can do for you? What? You want me to ask you a question so you can put me on hold and never come back again? I don't think so. Click. It was a rather strange interaction. Not the strangest though. I thought it was over until about 30 minutes later when she came into the store. Are you never? I always give my name when answering the phone at work as I'm sure we all do. Yes, how can I help you? I was the one you forgot about on the phone. Now, I'm a bit socially awkward. In certain situations, I don't know what to do. It doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it happens hard. I try to process what's happening. This woman called on the phone. I put her on hold, accidentally forgot about her. She was upset, didn't want help anymore, and now she's in the store. I figured she was just trying to be funny and did, in fact, now want the game she had inquired about. It was the most logical possibility. Oh, sorry about that again. Huh. It was really busy when you called and things got a little bit out of hand. But I think we have that game for you. I don't care about the dang game. I wanted to confront you for what you did. She wants to confront me. Now I'm really confused. Like, does she want to fight me or something? I honestly had no idea why she was there if she didn't want to buy something. Uh, I'm sorry? You heard me. You were rude to me on the phone and I want to speak to your manager. I'm part of the managerial team, but not the actual manager. She is right beside me though. It comes over when she hears. Hi ma'am, I'm the manager. How can I help you? Your employee over here was rude to me on the phone. I can see that she is also confused. Oh yes, sorry about that. I was here and it was pretty busy. He was actually pretty embarrassed about forgetting about the phone and I reprimanded him about it. She hadn't, but she could tell this woman wasn't going to be satisfied by anything less. Little did we know. Well, what good does that do me? I want to see you yell at him now. He needs to get in trouble, she demanded. I thought I was on candid camera. She actually wanted to see me get yelled at because I accidentally forgot about her on the phone. I'm sorry, ma'am, but I'm not going to do that. He's apologized to you and I've apologized to you. It was an accident and I heard him still trying to help you. What else can we help you with today? She looked defeated. Nothing. I just wanted to come here and give you a piece of my mind. She turned and left in a hurry. My manager and I looked at each other and kind of laughed while another customer made fun of her as soon as she left. Oh, you were rude to me. I want you to yell at him. What a crazy witch. I really think there are people out there that gain some sort of pleasure from seeing employees in painful situations. She actually wanted the manager to yell at the employee in front of her. It wasn't good enough that he was already reprimanded, but she needed to see that he was being yelled at. There was a really good technique that somebody did in one of the stories from a while back where Every time somebody like this would come into the store, the manager and the employee would coordinate and make it so that the manager would start yelling at the employee and then they would stage the manager firing the employee on the spot to make the customer feel horrible. And 
in every situation in that story, the customer always said, oh, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Don't Please don't fire them. I didn't mean it. It's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. But I have a feeling that this person who wanted the manager to yell at the employee in front of her would just be happy about that. They'll go, yeah, you get fired. Get out of here. I'll try and find a link to that story if you guys haven't already seen it. But let me know what you think. In this situation, what would you do? And jerk or not a jerk. Am I the jerk for kicking a friend out of my house for what she said? Earlier today, I had two friends over to watch a game and catch up as social distancing rules eased up a bit in my area. We're all women in our early 30s. One friend, let's call her A, has had a very tough couple of years. She lost her husband last year. He was on deployment when he passed away and tragedy struck again when her six-year-old son passed away from cancer a few months ago. Needless to say, she was and still is devastated. And this was the first time she felt like hanging out since the loss of her son. My other friend, let's call her B, is very traditional and religious. And while friend A and myself are not religious at all, our differing views have never been an issue and we've gone along just fine with friend B because we met her four to five years ago. Friend B has brought up what she believes are the benefits of religion to us a few times in the past, but always dropped the subject when we weren't responsive to it. Neither friend A nor I ever held any ill feelings towards her about this as she wasn't too pushy with her beliefs. On to the situation that took place today. We were listening to friend A pour her heart out and doing our best to console her while being a shoulder to cry on. Friend A through tears said, I don't know what I did wrong in my life to deserve to lose my husband and my son. Instantly, friend B exclaimed, Well, I can tell you that. You didn't allow God and the Bible into your life, so God punished you for that. Can you blame him? Friend A just looked at her in awe. And I lost it. I yelled at her that what she said was totally uncalled for and unbelievably hurtful. Then I got up, opened the front door and told her to get the heck out of my house and never contact me again. She tried to backtrack and say that she wasn't trying to be hurtful, but I wasn't having any of it. I just yelled, get out of my house right now and don't make me throw you out like a piece of trash. She huffed and left. Friend A was bawling at this point, but said, thank you. We continued talking and she calmed down after a while. Looking back now, I realize I possibly could have handled the situation better. Both friend A and I never thought friend B would say something like that. Maybe I overreacted. I don't know. Am I the jerk? That is a horrible thing to say to somebody who's grieving in probably one of the most extreme ways you can even grieve. To lose your child and also your husband in such a short period of time, that doesn't help. If you wanted to bring up the idea of religion in some way, there are a bunch of ways you can maybe do it, maybe as a way to help them through it. But to say that she deserved to lose her husband and her child because she didn't let God into her life is probably the worst possible way to get somebody interested in whatever religion you have. I mean, what did she think was going to happen? She was going to slap her forehead and go, oh, I'm such a dummy. I guess I should have let God into my life. Then I wouldn't have lost my child and my husband. Now I know. I feel much better. It's just such a bizarre way to handle a situation like that that's already 
so terrible. Yeah, it's not like the OP in this situation insulted her or made fun of her or did something. She just told her to leave, to get out of her house and leave. And it sounds like that's exactly what friend A needed. She needed somebody to just remove friend B from the situation because she's already having a hard time and friend B is not helping at all. But let me know what you guys would do if this was you and is she the jerk or not for kicking out friend B for what she said. Am I the jerk for leaving my wife by herself when she talks in a cringy manner? Ever since we had a baby, we're 27 years old, my wife has been talking like a baby herself. Rather than teaching the baby to talk like a person, it's as if my wife's language has become baby-like. She would make noises between conversations like Bobby Bobby Choop and even when talking with adults. This is especially embarrassing when I'm in public with her and she talks like that to complete strangers. I have been telling her nicely not to do that, but she would just laugh it off, totally oblivious to how people around us stare whenever she talks like a baby. I have to point out that she is not on the spectrum. She's just a crazy new mum. In fact, too crazy sometimes. It was a day off for us when we have my parents babysitting the baby and we finally have some time to ourselves. We went out for dinner and she's done it again, talking to the waiter, something like this. Yippee, thanks, yeah, ha, ha, ha. Oy, 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 oy. By the way, can you give us an extra plate for this? The waiter stared at her as if she was mentally challenged and I rolled my eyes and told her, I am taking a break today. I don't need another baby who cannot even talk properly to look after. Please excuse me. Then I left the restaurant without her. I don't know what occurred to me, but I probably shouldn't have done that. But I guess I just kind of snapped. Am I the jerk? What? He didn't like the way she was talking, and so he just left her at a restaurant? The person that he has a baby with? If it was really that big of a deal of her talking like this, and he already talked to her nicely, as he put it, and she didn't seem to get it, you just have to keep trying to explain that at least a little bit more. Say, hey, I know I explained this. I know you seem like you don't really think it's a big deal, but this really, really bothers me. I don't think that most people would try and annoy the person they're with if they knew you're really serious about that. And maybe the mom has her own things that she's going through and this is some sort of coping thing or maybe she just likes it. But it sounds like they're not on the same page at all about this whole baby talk thing. But none of that makes it okay to just leave her at the restaurant. What did he do? Did he take the car and leave her there so she had to take a taxi back? Anyway, what would you guys do if your partner started talking like a baby one day and never stopped, even when they were nowhere near a baby? And is he the jerk for walking out of the restaurant after she talked like a baby in front of the waiter? Am I the jerk for blowing up in my stepsister at her comments about my lost weight? My stepsister, a 20-year-old female, and I, a 24-year-old male, have never gotten along. Her mom and my dad got married when we were 6 and 10, so we've known each other for a long time. In my stepmom's eyes, she could do no wrong and anything bad that happened was pinned on me. My dad is a complete pushover, so he would always fall over to whatever my stepmom would say. When I was about 15 years old, I started gaining weight. My girlfriend broke up with me, woohoo, high school romance. I started failing some classes and I quit baseball. I started to stress eat and ballooned up from 125 pounds to 162 pounds. I guess at that point she decided she was cooler than I was and started mocking me and making fun of me, calling me names like fat butt and chubster i would constantly go to my stepmom about it and she would tell me she's just teasing she's so much younger why are you getting upset i got pissed to the point where i started avoiding her and locking myself upstairs with a bag of chips at 22 years old i hit 270 pounds and i knew i had gone too far 
I was way past my weight limit and I was bordering on obese. So as a New Year's resolution, I decided to start losing weight. I cut out all junk food and started hitting the gym. Around this time, my stepsister started to overeat too. I really don't know why, but she gained over 30 pounds. She was still constantly belittling me about my weight, which admittedly was still way over hers. By the end of this year, I lost 120 pounds. It felt amazing. My stepsister now weighed more than me. Over Christmas dinner, all the aunts and uncles and cousins were complimenting me on my weight loss, telling me how I looked so much better. My stepsister just sat there smoldering. Every time someone said something, she'd add, he's still pretty big. And well, he didn't get rid of that face roundness and maybe lose a little more weight around that gut. It was infuriating and I was getting angrier. Now, here's where I might be the jerk. At her last little snide, look, you know you'll just put it all back on. Why do you even bother? I flipped out and I yelled, why can't you just be happy for me instead of getting on me for every little thing? She said back to me, defensive much? I said, oh, I'm sorry. Did I hurt your 200 pound feelings? I asked her. I probably should have stopped there, but I kept going. You're calling me a fat butt? Look at your plate. You've eaten half the table, fatty. She started crying and left the table. My stepmom screamed at me saying, just because I was insecure, I can't take it out on everyone. I said, oh, now you're talking. Not in the past 10 years of constant fatty and lard and porker have you stopped her. But you're way older, she whined. I left the table and went home. I woke up to a thousand messages from my stepmom, my dad, and my stepsister. They were saying I wasn't welcome to their house until I apologized. I'm not going to. Am I the jerk? It's the classic tale of somebody dishing it but not being able to take it. From the way he tells it, it seems like he was holding it back for a very, very long time until the point that he just couldn't contain it anymore. And now that he finally has made some huge progress by losing 120 pounds, he probably couldn't handle the hypocrisy of it all for a moment longer. It's just weird that somebody would make these sort of comments about somebody else, but then not be okay if somebody makes them back to you. And I'm assuming it's because maybe he said it in a more hurtful way, or maybe they think because he's older that he should take it and that because she's young or she shouldn't, or maybe it's based on the gender. I don't know, but for whatever reason, the family all seems to think that it's okay if the daughter, his stepsister does it, but it's not okay if he does it. When she's done it for years and he's only done this once from what he says here. It is really weird that the stepmom is calling him insecure at the end of this all because he's made huge improvements to his own health and his own life and she has to throw that in there at the last second. It seems like the stepmom herself maybe has some resentment to the son, the OP here. But let me know what you guys think. What would you do if this was you and is he the jerk or not for blowing up at his stepsister at her comments about his weight loss? Am I the jerk because I ate more than my share of a six-foot party sub last night? What I thought would be a total non-issue has ballooned into a huge problem, and I'm up at 7 a.m. dealing with it. I figured while I wait for a text, I could post here to see if what I did was really that bad. There's no way around it. I love to eat, which probably borders on addiction, but I figure since I'm only hurting myself, it's better just to live my life. I have some great friends, and although there is no doubt that I'm the harmless, funny, token fat guy of the otherwise pretty good-looking group, I guess that sets the stage enough. Last night, my friend hosted UFC, and I was invited. He got a six-foot party sub. I brought 
homemade wings that are sort of my specialty. Well, of course, people flocked to the food and I had basically one serving of the sandwich, but people devoured my wings and I didn't get to have a single one, which is totally fine. That's why I brought them. But maybe an hour later, I was starving. I kept eyeing the sandwich and I'd say there was about three feet of it left. I waited an hour and then I waited another half hour and no one had touched it. They were still munching on chips and pretzels and whatnot. So I was like, screw it. I took about half of what was left and I ate it. Then the last half sat for another 10 to 15 minutes and no one said anything, so I ate the rest. Well, to be sure, I was swallowing the last bite. The host's girlfriend asked me where the sandwich was. Like I was the guilty party, pretty much everyone pointed at me. I guess they noticed me eating the sandwich. She was furious and said that I was an incredible pig and that I had been super selfish to eat three feet of a sandwich. I felt so bad and I tried to explain to her that I really did wait over an hour and thought people had lost interest. I also explained how everyone had ate my wings and she said something along the lines of, you brought them to share, Alan. If someone had eaten over half by themselves, that's not sharing, is it? I left to order pizza or even go get Subway. And she said that it was a pathetic offer because the party sub had been from a local shop owned by their friends. I said I was sorry, but the night was so tense from then on out. I woke up this morning to several texts from my twin sisters, the host's girlfriend's best friends, saying that I had to get my act under control and that everyone is really mad at me and that I embarrassed myself last night. I tried to explain to them what my mindset had been and they haven't responded. Was I the jerk for eating that much of the sandwich last night? I mean, in this case, the guy should have said, is anyone else going to have any more? If not, I'll finish it. I think that everyone that was watching me eat the sandwich probably thought there was no way he could eat three feet of the sandwich because as he says later on in one of the comments that this party sub is from a local place, so it's 1.5 times the width of a regular sub. But all that would have been cleared up if you just said, hey, is anyone else going to have any more of the sub? Even if he didn't say that when it's still three feet, when there was a foot and a half remaining, he could have said that and avoided all of this trouble. I think that bringing up the fact that people ate his wings is probably not going to be the thing to get people on your side, though. Someone pointed out something that's actually worth considering. The fact that the sister texted him in this way makes it seem like him eating way more than his share is a common occurrence. Eating three to four feet of a sandwich may have just been the final straw. And then they say that OP should take this as the the wake-up call that his food addiction is not as harmless as he thinks it is. Someone else also pointed out that those type of six-foot-long subs cost over $100, so he ate more than $50 worth of a sub sandwich by himself, which maybe nobody would have cared if he just would have brought it up and said, hey, is somebody going to eat this? Because having somebody eat it is always better than letting the food go to waste if they were going to throw it out or they weren't going to save it for leftovers or something. But let me know what you guys think. Was he the jerk or not for eating half of this six foot party sub? And what would you do if you were in this situation? 